Hello, hi everybody. It's Rob Kays. Welcome to Football in General. Hello, Trevor Koppel. Glad to be back. Yeah, we, I'm sorry I did that backwards, Trevor. But <laughs> <laughs> it's been a backwards uh, kind of week considering um, we're five weeks in, which is hard to believe. It's October. You can see the, the leaves are coming out, the apples are settling in, and uh, the trade deadline is slowly approaching, which means Stefan Gilmore got traded today. Today is Wednesday, by the way, for you, all you uh, noobs out there. So, um, what's your? What do you make of this uh, trade from Stephon Gilmore, Patriots, to Carolina Panthers for a 2023 six-round pick? What is this? What are we? What are we doing here? Well, I think uh, I think this is kind of a a bad situation if you're for the Patriots. Um, it's just kind of a shame that they couldn't work it out there. Um, I think it's a great move for the Panthers, and as far as the draft pick goes, who knows? Um, the the any draft pick is is still a roll of the dice. Um, it's great for for New England to get something out of it if it's just not going to work out with Stephon Gilmore. Um, but he's a guy that everybody knows can play that position and play it well. Uh, so I think uh, Carolina's. Uh, defense just got a little bit stronger than it already was hmm. yeah and i think with carolina it's kind of like you're three and one why not go for it at this point and it's a six round yeah. pick you lost jc horn in the beginning of the season you shore up your defense with another corner and you kind of continue to push towards the playoffs i mean you're three and one though so it's <laughs> you know but you know what i mean if you feel it's like it's early, you, it's early, but you're on the path. Yeah, if yeah. you if you feel like you're there and you play Dallas this past weekend, didn't have J.C. Horn and got torched by their secondary, and Dak Prescott was extremely accurate. I, I think it's worth the risk. I mean, it's a six round pick, thirty one year old coming off of quad surgery, two years removed from NFL Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I can't help but think that New England kind of dropped the ball here because if you're going to trade him, why not trade him last year when you're already having contract issues? Why wait another year and only get a six-round pick out of him and still maybe like a first or a second or a third? I, I just, you know, I, I don't know. I, I they agree. Made some... I agree. I think they yeah. could have got a lot more. I, I think there was yeah. definitely a time when they could have got a first round for him, and now it's a sixth. It's um, frustrating. So. so it's, you know, it's it's better than, than letting the situation continue the way it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's a resolution, um, and and both teams can move forward now. But uh, man, it it really did not work out favorably for uh, the Patriots. That, no, no, certainly didn't. And um, if anything, they get rid of them, and they don't have to keep paying them, which is all as a plus. But I can't help but think they could have got more out of them. They just traded him a year earlier when he was already having contract issues with them. Why wait? Yep. Make it worse. Yep. Work worse in the progress and sort of like continue to. Poo-poo your name with the players in the league that you're just not going to do deal business with them when they are asking for more money or just want to get to the table and figure this thing out. You know. Anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on. Jalen Smith, uh, former middle linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys, former was released on Tuesday. Um, yeah, a guy who was a Pro Bowler looked great uh, in Dallas. I think it was probably one of the more athletic linebackers in the league. Um, yeah, man, end up with Green Bay today. So, you know, that's going to keep Aaron Rodgers there for another season. Um, he's got <laughs> more weapons. Why, <laughs> what kind of impact do you think he's going to have on Dow- on Green Bay's defense? And is this something we should kind of keep an eye on moving forward? 
Well, I mean, I I think that it, yeah, it's definitely uh, a place where they can use uh, a guy like Jalen, um, and uh, you know, defensive coaches they they really like having depth at linebacker. Um, so yeah, the the entire and, and I mean, Jalen might step in and start. Um, uh, so. I think uh, it's an immediate upgrade to that defense, um, which I know he's not a weapon, but uh, you know the better the defense does, the better the offense will do. Um, so I, I feel like it's another team that just got better this week. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and this is less of a unfortunate situation. So the the, the team losing the talented player, uh, it's not because of contract disputes it's it's because they've got a wealth of young talent at the position you know why pay out a bunch of money to keep this guy when you when you hit on your draft picks um so i think this is much more of a win-win than than the situation with gilmore oh totally yeah i can't agree more i mean if it's a guy that's not going to play in your system and granted if you're a defensive player in this league you probably don't want to pay for dan quinn and you you don't want to play play for Mike McCarthy. I'm sorry, just <laughs> two fathead idiots who I think are both bad coaches. And I don't know how Dallas is three and one, but we'll get that later. And I just think it's the players who are just extremely good, but the coaching is garbage, in my opinion. Um, and yeah, I Jalen Smith couldn't have landed in a better in a better position playing Green Bay. Significant football, great snaps. You're probably going to start. Um, yeah. And they run a similar defense as Dallas before it got switched over to uh, like the I think they what they play like a fly cover zone or something like that with Dan Quinn. Yeah. So uh, either way, it didn't work against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. So we'll see how it works out. <laughs> right. You want to get right into these games, man? We got a lot to talk about. No, yeah, there's some some really good ones. Uh, starting with the Thursday night game, um, easily the most exciting Thursday night game since the season opener. Um, Rams at Seahawks. Yeah. Rams, Seahawks, two and a half point favorite to the LA Rams, 54 and a half over under LA's coming off a big loss against Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, no, excuse me. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. They're, they are coming off a loss though. Uh, against Arizona. I'm so sorry, Arizona fans. I just, I, I, just, huh. I, <laughs> I didn't give you the credit where it was due. It was a great game. You guys played a great game. Honestly, Seattle. Seattle coming I'm excited off to talk about Arizona when they come up. Yeah, right. But uh, but yeah, the Rams yeah. are coming off a loss. Um, I do like the Rams in this game. Uh, I think it's going to be close. Uh, the Seahawks, they're they're really an up and down team. Uh, I haven't really uh, kept an eye on on their injuries as much as I'd like to. Uh, how healthy are they at wide receiver? DK Metcalf's questionable, so is Chris Carson. And he's a running back, yeah, by the way. But that's their yeah, two yeah. of their big three. Yeah. yeah. So so they're a little banged up on offense. Um, but you know, these are these are two of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. Uh so I'm excited for the Thursday night game. I'm gonna take the Rams and I think this might be, you know I don't want to say low scoring. I think it's going to be a tight game. I'm going to take the Seahawks to cover. I think they lose by just one or two points. 
Uh, and I'm taking the under on this 50, 54 and a half. Yeah, I don't like Seattle's past defense. They haven't gotten any better. And certainly, like last week, they looked fairly vulnerable um, still, even though they won. Um, you know, against against San Francisco, I mean, Trey Lance kind of let him up. He's a rookie. <laughs> you know, I mean, they blew a coverage on the right sideline. Uh, who was open? Debo Samuel was, like, wide open for, like, a 70-yard touchdown. So, L.A.'s coming in. I think they'll bounce back. Uh, you know, Seattle at home hasn't been great. Like the no, last, no, they and, haven't been. It's it's so, not the difficult road matchup that it used to be. Right. Um, I mean, I know it does get loud in there. I'm not not saying that they don't have a great home field. Oh, the twelfth man, um, no, the twelfth. But it but it really is. You know, the the crowd noise helps the defense. Yeah. And that's where the Seahawks are kind of flat right now. Yeah. Um. So I like the Rams to win this one. Me too. Um. I think the Seahawks will keep it competitive at home. Uh, so I'm taking the Seahawks to cover the spread, Rams to win, mm-hmm. and I'm taking the under. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go Rams, um, cover spread, and I'm going to go under. Yeah, 54 and a half is kind of a lot for a Thursday night game. Granted, they've been high scoring, but nonetheless. Okay, folks. Well, <laughs> you know we have to talk about it. Here's your, <laughs> here's your undercooked uh, pan-fried ch- fish and chips. Fish and chips. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh drop my logger on the ground uh game of the week here so 6 30 a.m on the west on the west coast i swear to god if you could wake up to watch this game on 6 30 on sunday you, yeah. you need to have your head checked or get on some antidepressants <laughs> or something yeah. okay uh new york Ma- atlanta mary poppins cup of tea bad food worse weather london yeah yeah the london <laughs> game unfortunately um, yeah, ATL three point favorite over under forty six. Jets Falcons quick. Oh man, um, I uh, this is this. There's so many things to consider. The fact that, that, that both teams are traveling to London. Uh, uh, how long are we going to so, spend on this game, Trevor? <laughs> Come on. I mean, I, I just, what are we considering so, here? Real quick, I'm going to take the Falcons. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I might have taken the Jets, except I just think the the Falcons aren't as young of a team. I think they're going to be better prepared for the uh, you know road game all the way out in in uh, Europe. Uh, so I I think the Falcons are just going to be better prepared for this one. I don't have a lot to go off. I mean this is this is bad against not great and. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, I'm going to take the Falcons. Uh, I think they do uh, win by more than three. Uh, I'm taking the under on the 46. I don't think this will be a high-scoring game at all. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'll take the Falcons. Yeah, Atlanta by nine, under. Uh, listen, Robert Sala could very well throw in a good coach, coaching performance considering they played against he knows Atlanta very well. But, yeah, uh, Atlanta on the road, veteran team. Jets gotta travel across the pond. I just can't stand these London games. Why not Mexico City? Sorry, I, I don't. I don't get it. You know, I, I mean, wh- is that really going to open up more viewers in London? You know, <laughs> like what? You know, I, what's I, the point I, of London? Why? Why, I have why no not? Idea? Yeah. How hard it would be to to build viewership over there? Right. Um, why not Canada? You know, Toronto. Social social media tells me that uh, there's a lot of people in London that hate that we call their football soccer. There's a lot of animosity between the sports, between the countries, uh, us in the UK. So, I, I, I mean, 
I could be wrong. I've you know not spent time there. <laughs> Antarctica. I mean, we got some we got some potential in a lot of other places. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I I do like the the Mexico City games because I feel like there's just not nearly as much jet lag just yeah. heading south instead of heading. I- across the globe like that i think so. the problem was the mexico city games they don't they don't prepare the fields very well yeah that, they were just complete trash by like they, halftime they canceled like it a, one year like a mud zone uh, yeah yeah that <laughs> um okay green bay at cincinnati uh green bay's three-point favor over under 51 cincinnati's coming off a week and a half uh break buddy you know i kind of like cincinnati here to be honest no, cincinnati at home. i i'm with you yeah. uh Boy, uh, play a lot of close games though. So I would pick the Bengals, but I just never get what I want when I want the Packers to lose. <laughs> um, I think Green Bay uh, is going to win this game. Uh, I think I, I I wouldn't be that surprised if the Bengals win. I think they'll keep it competitive, uh, but I'm going to take Green Bay to beat to win, beat the spread. Uh, I'm going to take the over in this one. I think this one goes for big points. Yeah, likewise. Over. Uh, Green Bay. Um, I just don't think Cincinnati's defense will have enough to compete with Green Bay. And with Jalen Smith playing, I don't know how Cincinnati's going to score. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think if Joe Burrow doesn't doesn't throw a lot of interceptions or keeps it tight, keeps it clean, gets a nice little clean pocket, you know, um, runs the ball a lot, keeps the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands, you know, um, I like Cincinnati, well, but I just feel like Green Bay is going to squeak this one by, and and it's the over, and I think Green Bay is going to beat the spread too. They'll win by a touchdown. So. Right. Well, and I I just I think the Bengals stay in this game because I really like what I'm seeing from Joe Mixon right now. Yeah. I think I think that the way they're using him, uh, it's almost impossible right now to completely shut it down. And I so I think Joe Mixon keeps the Bengals in this game. It's just not going to be enough to win. Yeah. Like likewise, uh, big shootout. Um, and without uh, there's no um, Jair Alexander for Green Bay, so Jamar Chase could have a really good, really big day, really big potential for him and Tyler Boyd. So oh, there yeah, you go. Yeah, good, good early after afternoon game right there, bud. Okay, here. <laughs> oh boy, uh, <laughs> going from Cincinnati Bengals to Cincinnati Chili, because uh, <laughs> uh, you know it's full of cheese and. Kind of sloppy and it doesn't fit on a plate. Uh, Detroit at, <laughs> at at Minnesota, which means it's not very good. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I hate to yeah, offend yeah, anybody yeah, in Cincinnati. Yeah. Thank but, you, thank you, you know. very much. Okay, <laughs> Detroit at Minnesota. Minnesota is a nine point favorite, over under forty nine. You know, Detroit is like the the engine that could that didn't have an engine. They just there's no tracks for them to ride on anymore. Um, and Minnesota is an enigma. I don't yeah, know if Min- the coaching has caught up with them, but, you know. No, I, I could talk a lot about how close Minnesota was and a lot of their losses. Um, but uh, without going into all that, I like the Vikings by a mile in this game. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think Minnesota's going to win. Uh, I think they're going to win by more than nine points. I, I don't take the Lions to cover. Um I am going to take the under on this one, though. I don't think that the line because the the Vikings have only won one game this year. But man, the the Vikings defense looks good. It looked really good last week. Um, you know, kept kept the Bengals to fourteen points. Um, or sorry, uh, mm-hmm. 
kept kept uh, the Browns, Browns kept Cleveland yep. to fourteen points. Yep. Um, so I do think the the Vikings are gonna win by more than nine points without going over the uh, forty nine over under. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Minnesota really tough start the season. I mean, like eight playoff teams, literally, right at the beginning of the year, potential for. And um, yeah. They're 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 gonna be tested. I, I feel like they're gonna get it around because they're at least playing like meaningful games early in the year, you know. Um, and I'll take sure. Minnesota and by ten and uh, under as well. Okay, Denver fans, um, you think you you think you played a hard team last week? Just wait for the Pittsburgh Steelers and oh my and, and, and handicapped Ben Roethlisberger coming. <laughs> um, oh man, I'm not sure how. Well, I'm not I'm not really surprised Pitts, Pittsburgh's favorite here, but Denver at Pittsburgh. One point in favor of the Pittsburgh, over under 39.5. This is going to get real sloppy. I mean, Drew Locke, I don't know, So man. that's that's the that's what know, makes here. this one difficult, okay? Yeah. Uh, the Broncos in the first three and a half games this season, I would definitely pick them to win against what I'm seeing out of the Steelers right now. Uh, but with Drew Locke, I'm not even sure Drew Locke is the biggest piece of the problem. Uh, you know, the Broncos, they averaged – was it like seven and a half yards per carry in the first half? And then they only ran the ball four times in the second half with right. Drew Locke. It didn't make sense at all. Run the ball. Um, yeah, you've got your backup in there. Run the ball. Golly. Uh, and it's hard to average more than four yards per carry in a, in a pro game. So, you know, it just doesn't make sense. So um, even if they were to correct – you know, just terrible play calling. I, I, I really don't think Drew Locke is the guy. Um, with Teddy Bridgewater, I'm taking the Broncos. Without Teddy Bridgewater, I take the Steelers to win at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's completely on the strength of the Steelers' defense and a little bit uh, Najee Harris. You know, Najee Harris is uh, a do-it-all type of running back so far. Uh, if they can get him going, he can he can really carry the offense. But it's it's hard to get a running game going with uh, Big Ben standing back there like a statue. Yeah. Um, so uh, I am going to take Pittsburgh. I think that they win by more than a point, but not much more. Um, ooh, a 39.5 under over. That's tough in this game. Yeah. Uh, let me That's help. a tough one. I, I don't see the Broncos putting up a lot of points. I don't see either team putting up a lot of points. I'm... I'm going to take the under on yeah. 39 and a half. Yeah. Yep. yep. Going under Pittsburgh going to win probably by, I'm going to go, they're going to go uh, against the spread uh, probably by six. And uh, yeah, big Ben in a prosthetic cast, not, a, not TV. I want to watch personally. Huh. So Andrew, Andrew Locke. I mean, Jesus, man, I don't know what happened to him. I mean, Denver on the roads two and oh, but I'd be hard pressed to say they played anything but competition in New York and Jacksonville. So uh, Pittsburgh turns around. They've been very competitive. I mean, nonetheless, uh, it, you know, you could say, yeah, Big Ben's in wheelchair. He's 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 stuck at a the Golden Corral. He's in a prosthetic cast, whatever you want to call him. Um, you know, they they've been good. Um, they played some really tough teams, and and their defense is still pretty good. Making Fitzpatrick's pretty pretty great. T.J. Watt will be back. So yeah, defense all the way. It's going to be an ugly game for sure. Um, Miami at uh, oh the the Florida Bowl. I'm sorry, I didn't even notice. Miami oh, yeah. at uh, Tampa Bay, the old Florida Bowl. There you go. Um, ten point favorite of Tampa Bay, obviously. 
and uh, 48 over and under. You know, Tampa Bay 2-0 at home, but I thought Brady looked real, real sloppy against New England. Um, granted, his emotions were probably running high, was probably fixated on other things. Um, nonetheless, um, I think Miami will keep it kind of competitive in this game. I don't think Tampa Bay can really run the, run the football, and Brady's going to have to sling it a lot, and Miami's got a good defense. Miami does have a great defense. So. Um, I, I think uh, I, I'm not used to seeing a lot of back-to-back down weeks for Tom Brady, uh, so I do like Tampa Bay in this game. Um, I think the Dolphins with uh, with Tua would be much more in this game. Um, but, as that, but as it is, I'm definitely taking Tampa. The 10-point spread, though, is a little much. I think the Dolphins cover in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think it's going to be as close as uh, as Buccaneers-Patriots was, but it's going to be closer than 10 points. Um, so I'm taking the Dolphins to cover, Buccaneers to win, mm-hmm. and um, I'm taking the under on this one, too. Yeah, under 48. Yeah, you're right. Jacoby Brissett with, in Miami, none, regardless of how good their corners are playing, and Jerome Baker is a really good good player on that defense. Um, yeah, I'm going to take Tampa. I just feel like t- Brady will come out and they'll have some some good plan against Miami. Uh, they should run the ball against them, honestly. But Baker's can't be choosers. So um, <laughs> against spread, Tampa Bay. Uh, yeah, probably under on that ten point, and then over under. Boy, Tampa has nobody playing defensive back right now. Um, just because it's Jacoby, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say over. I think it goes slightly over on that one, honestly. Somehow. All right. All right. New Orleans at Washington. This is the the old two and two game. Uh, two point favorite over under four and a half. Uh, two point favorite New Orleans forty four and a half over under. Gonna be a really competitive game. You know. I I think that this is gonna be a sneaky good game. Yeah. Um, I I don't see either of these teams on a on a really exciting trajectory. Um. Neither one of them, in my opinion, is uh, you know, uh, you know, a, a safe bet to make it to the playoffs. But either team still could make it to the playoffs. Um, man, I, I'm going to take Washington at home. I think Washington upsets, um, and I think it's. I think I'm going to go over on this one, over forty four and a half. Um, I, I I really like the Washington defense at home. Um, I think uh, you know I think Alvin Kamara and Terry McLaurin they're both gonna you know drive the score up here. So I'm taking the over uh, over forty four and a half. Yeah, I, I, I like Taylor Heineke quite a bit. Prime time Heineke, Taylor time, whatever you want to call him. Um, <laughs> I, I like him a lot. I just think he plays with a lot of a lot of streakiness, and it's kind of like Ryan Fitzpatrick, which he's on the same team. Get a couple good games in a row. He's kind of got like a hot hand. Um, yeah, New Orleans on the road. They played on the road a lot. And so they're definitely road tested, but this is kind of weary for them. Um, Washington kind of figures out some some defensive holes they've had recently. And what better game to play than Jameis Winston, who will probably give you a few a few things to uh, to munch on, you know? Huh, um, yeah. So, yeah. So I'm going to go uh, under, and I'm going to take Washington as well. So um, Philly at uh, Carolina. Carolina three and a half point favorite over under forty five tight game, and Philly really hasn't looked good personally in some of their last games played. I mean Kansas City they're fairly competitive in, but their defense is um, kind of a mess, 
And, you know, I feel like Sam Darnold's kind of making a, a, a sneaky play for MVP right now. There I said it. There I said hey, it. Don't hey, believe me. Look at his stats. So there you go. Yeah. I, I mean, and leading a three and one team. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think this is an easy pick. The Panthers. I picked the Panthers to win by more than the spread. Um, and I'm gonna take the over in this game. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Boy, I'm oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Ooh, tough one. Um. Trying to think, trying to think. Yeah, I, you know, I'm going to go Carolina here, but uh, Philly will keep it tight. No, I'll probably go over, and um, I could see Sam Darnold sort of pulling out some magic. I mean, they came back and almost beat uh, um, Dallas last week. So I, I, I think Carolina's got a lot of hoods in them, and I think Matt Rule will have a nice little offensive plan against Philly. I did going to throw it over the field, and Jalen Hurts is going to have to play a lot better. He's going to be a lot more efficient. He's going to have to make some plays. So as far as I'm concerned. Okay, uh, Tennessee at Jacksonville. Tennessee's four and a half point favorite, over under forty eight and a half. You know, this is kind of a trap game for Tennessee. <coughs> I think, uh, personally, think that it's possible that we see something here. Yeah. So I mean, man, with with what happened to the Titans after their great start to the season, I mean. I don't have a lot of faith left in them. Um, what they they gave the Jets their first win? Is that what happened? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. did not see that coming. Yeah, um, nobody did. This one's <laughs> tough. Uh, I think the Jaguars are becoming more competitive, but I don't think. Man, I'm taking the Titans. Um, I think uh, I think it's going to be a one-score game, but I do think the Titans beat the spread. I think it's more of a touchdown win than a field goal win. Yeah, um, I'm taking the over on this one, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I do like Tennessee in this game. Yeah, and you know Jacksonville's been outscored at home by a combined total of about uh, you know over 30 points, but they played kind of competitive against Denver and uh, Arizona. Although you know I don't know if anybody saw the Urban Meyer video where he's getting his ass. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting his crotch grinded on by uh, a lady in uh, in Ohio. Uh, there's too many distractions there. I don't know if you saw it. It's just horrible. I did not see that. Yeah, just really disappointing. Um, right after, didn't fly back with the team back to Jacksonville. Went to Columbus to his his restaurant he owns and um, was was uh, getting the old uh, yeah getting the business. Uh, oh my Der- gosh! Derrick Henry has torched Jacksonville year after year. Several 99 yard runs. I think like two of them over 90 or three. Yeah, I'm going to take Tennessee. You know, they're just going to run the ball down Jacksonville's throat, and they're not going to stop it. And um, they'll bring some heat against Trevor Lawrence, and I just feel like that is a little too distracting. Urban Meyer won't last very long in Jacksonville, as far as I'm concerned. Right. So um, I, I, I don't think that they'll win. I think the Jacks, I think Jacksonville will put points up because mm-hmm. uh, I don't have a lot of faith in the, the Titans' defense uh, lately. But uh, but I think that that the Titans offense is going to take control of this game and stay in control. Definitely. Okay. The, the old Jack Easterby bowl, um, former Patriot, uh, iconist. I don't know what the right word is here, but anyway, New England Patriots at Houston Texans, one and three, both teams, nine point favor for New England, 39 and a half over under. I mean, what can you say? Houston is, looks horrible. I mean, their offense is historically yeah. bad. So Houston, 
Houston, every week they look more like like uh, the team we thought that they would be uh, when they surprised us at the beginning of the season. Um, the Patriots, one and three, but they played a real tough game last week. Um, uh, man, I, it was hard to believe by the end of that game that they might walk away with the win. Um, so I, I think the Patriots uh, are going to absolutely dominate this game. Uh, I think they win by more than the spread. I think this is a double-digit win for the Patriots on the road. Um, and I am going to take the over. 39.5 is a little low. I'll, I'll go I'll go over. Um, no, no, I'll go under. And New England will cover the spread and then some. Belichick against rookie quarterbacks. Davis Mills, poor guy. <laughs> Uh, don't see yeah. it happening. And at home, that place isn't going to be anything to sort of brag about in terms of fanfare. But um, it could be kind of a sneaky... Like I said, Houston's been kind of a competitive if they can do anything and not turn the ball over. I think it'll be a little competitive. Maybe the first half it will be. But it's just it's a good game to get Mac Jones and this team back on the road and just kind of figure out what they need to do going into Dallas next week. So, um, big fan. Patriots win. Um <laughs> Uh, sneaky good game. Chicago at uh, Vegas, five and a half point favorite Vegas, 44 over under. Justin Fields, another start, man. It's uh, um, a pretty aggressive defense, could really come after him. Um, but Vegas could be facing back to back losses. Uh, I think this is possible with Chicago and their good defense. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, the, the, this one's also a little tough to figure out, which is why a lot of these games are going to be a, a real fun uh, to watch. Um, I, I think the Raiders win this one uh, in Las Vegas. They've got that new stadium. Um, the Bears are I, the Bears are starting to find their way, but I don't think that they're ready for this road game. Um, so I like Las Vegas to win. Um, I think I think Las Vegas wins by a touchdown. So I think they'll they'll beat the spread. And I like the over on this one too. Um, so I think it goes for over 44. Yeah. I mean, you know, Vegas is a fairly conservative offense, but like can pass the ball over the field, really aggressive defensive front. Chicago doesn't have a very good offensive line. Um, I think David Montgomery might not be playing this game. Um, big, big blow for Chicago, man. I, you know, Justin, Justin Fields second start and really like, uh, Darnell Mooney looked great last week. I mean, they played Detroit. So I'm, <laughs> right. you know, I think you and I could suit up against Detroit and at least have a little pitch and catch. So I, I'm not really sure how to pick this one other than I think it'll be very competitive, but that Vegas will pull away at some point just because they have, they, they could just pass the ball and I, you put any defense on the field that much, it's going to be tough for them. So I, I like that it's over under 44. That's about where I think it will sit. Um, and I think Vegas probably wins by at least 10 points. I, you know, it feels going to be good. Um, I just, his throwing motion offends me. <laughs> so, huh. I, I mean, not, you know, I, not to be overly critical about something I don't have a lot of knowledge on. I just, you know, I think it takes him a long time to throw the ball. And against a, a front like Vegas has, it's going to be tough for him. So, um, yeah, yeah, Vegas, Vegas wins. Okay, here's a really interesting game. Two up, uh, two up and comers, man. Baker Mayfield, Justin Herbert, possible MVP candidate. Cleveland at L.A., the Chargers. Uh, L.A.'s a one-and-a-half-point favorite over under 47. This is going to be a great game. What do we, what do we got here? Oh, man, Th this is going to be a great game. Um, 
and I really could see it going either way. It really could. Um, man, the, the Browns' defense is really good right now. The Chargers' offense is firing on all cylinders. Um, I lean towards the Chargers in this game. Uh, and with it being such a close spread, I take them to, to win by more than one and a half points. Um, but man, it's going to be close. Uh, I think this does go over 47 points. There's just, there's so much offense on both of these teams. Um, but at home, I think the Chargers are just going to outpace the Browns just enough, uh, to win and, and beat that one and a half point spread. And I'm, I'm definitely taking the over. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Chargers rush defense is one of the worst in the league. And so I wouldn't be surprised if Cleveland runs the ball like crazy, like 45 times in this game. Um, right. You know, which leads me to believe this is going to be a, like a pretty tight game under 47, I'd say. Um, also, Cleveland's played two games on the road, both side by one point. I'm not sure the third time's a charm here. I'm going to pick L.A. at home because I feel like when they get the ball, they'll at least have, um, yeah, they'll be they'll be good. In terms of making plays uh, down the field, I don't see Cleveland being able to cover Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, um, Jared Cook, you know, um, Austin Eckler. I mean, they got some so many targets for Justin Herbert. Um, granted, they were really conservative with him in the second half, which makes me wonder why. You know, maybe is he hurt? I, I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> I didn't say that. So, um, yeah, I'm going to take L.A. by um, I think they'll cover. Yeah. And uh, over under forty seven, a little under, a little under. Um, New York at Dallas, the Giants coming off a big win. Dallas seven point favor over under fifty two. Dallas is only a seven point favor for this game. I feel like Daniel Jones is like kind of a good matchup for Dallas. You know? Yeah, I I'm a little I like that start by by what Vegas is thinking here. Um, this might be the easiest one uh, that we've discussed. Uh, I take Dallas to win. I think they win by more than the spread, and I'm taking the under on the 52 over under. Yeah, I, you know, I, um, I'm not sure what the, how to pick this one. This is tough because I feel like actually the Giants kind of have a chance. Can I say that? I think they're a terrible football team. I hate Joe Judge. Bad football That's, coach. So yeah, bad yeah. football coach. Like I, yeah, he's bad. <laughs> um, Mike McCarthy sucks too. I, you know, this is kind of one of those games where it's like in division, could be close. Daniel Jones is pretty dynamic. Um, young defense with Dallas. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Dallas. No, I'm going to go New York. All right, there you go. I did it. <laughs> You're taking New York to win this game. Taking New York's going to win this game on the road. I, I feel like it's kind oh, of a trap game man. for Dallas, man. I, I really do. And I, I don't know why. I feel like they're going to drop one of these easy games early in the season, come back and beat us next week. Patriots, I mean. So, um, yeah, taking New York. Oh, man. <laughs> Upset of the I, week, buddy. I think, I think New York is my guaranteed loser of the week. Oh, man. Okay, well. Uh, this this was the easiest one to pick. This is why you New sleep York on the top bunk and I sleep on the bottom. Don't have a chance. Don't have a chance. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go New York. So something inside, something inside me. Tells me that Michael Strahan's uh, tooth gap will come into play oh, here. Oh man! So oh man! <laughs> so don't don't be surprised if that that has some variable effect on this one. So okay. Um, well, I would say arguably probably the biggest game of the week. 
Um, not the best game, but the biggest game. And we'll get into the next one, too, because that's right up there. But uh, San Francisco out of Arizona. Arizona's only undefeated team at 4-0. Arizona, 5.5-point favorite, over under 50. Boy, oh, boy. Does Kyler Murray love him to sling some passes all over the field, man? He looks so good in the first four weeks of the season. Definitely MVP so far. Um, yeah, they, Arizona just looks unstoppable. And poor Trey Lance, first first start, I was on the road against an undefeated team, prime time. What what are we thinking here? Oh, I I mean, th- this game is going to be a good one. I think the 49ers do have a chance, but I'm definitely taking the Cardinals right now. Um, two really good teams, but man, the Cardinals are on an absolute roll right now. Um, and uh, I'll just say it: they're the team I'm the most excited about at this point in the season. Um, I I saw a lot of potential in this team going into this year, and uh, They've just, you know, they they deliver every week. Um, I think uh, I think they will win by more than the spread, not much more. Um, I don't think it's a blowout, but I do think they win by by six points or more. Um, and I'm taking the over on this one. I think it goes over fifty. Yeah, I'm gonna go over Arizona, and um, yeah, I I just think it's gonna be a tough game for Trey Lance. Not that he won't play well. It's just. First games against Arizona, <laughs> you know, they played really well on defense. San Francisco has looked really shaky on defense against some really questionable offenses. I mean, outside of Green Bay. So, and they almost lost to the Lions in week one. I- I'm sorry. Uh, Arizona, 5-0. and Put it on the board, buddy. You know, <laughs> it's good. They, they just have, they, they really put together that team so well on offense. I don't know about defense so much. It's a little top heavy, but we'll see how it rolls the rest of the season. Um, okay. Your Sunday night game, Buffalo at Kansas City, rematch of the AFC Championship game last year. KC's a two-and-a-half-point favorite, 56-and-a-half over-under. There might not be a worse team on defense in Kansas City in this league right now. And they're so lucky they have Pat Mahomes because they would be like 0-12 in a five-week schedule <laughs> without him, <Right>. honestly. <laughs> <laughs> 0-12. I know. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, very good. Yeah. Uh, no, I I completely agree, um, man. I think the Chiefs are going to win this one. Um, I I like both these teams. They're both just loaded, uh, you know, especially on offense. Um, I think the Bills easily have the better defense, but man, they're just. I can't pick against the Chiefs in this game. I don't think the Chiefs let another one go this week. Um, so I think the Chiefs are going to win. Uh, man, the, that spread is really tight. I think the Chiefs win by at least a field goal. Uh, so they'll beat the spread. And I'm taking the over in this game. I know it's 56.5, but I think I think this is going to be a real high-scoring game. Well, here we go again. Okay, I'm thinking Buffalo. <laughs> I just think... Kansas City's defense is so bad. I, I mean, and Buffalo literally has played like a, a vengeance, like somebody ran over their dog. Literally, in the last three weeks, they pitched two shutouts, scored forty points, uh, at least thirty-five points each time, and just completely dismantled any team. And obviously, Kansas City's any not any team, but I just feel like you know their defense is in a position where it's sort of a slippery slope, and it's just getting worse. Um, Buffalo on the road, they're going to bring out a lot of tables <laughs> t- 
to uh, to Arrowhead. <laughs> it, the, the mafia is going to be out. The you know, mafia. Yeah, the mafia is going to be out. There's going to be flames and be lighting them on fire. You know, uh, the mafia and the tables. I don't know. You know, there's going to be no, some I... inductions. I, you know, I just see Josh Allen. He's just played so much better. Not terribly better than than he has last season, but I mean, definitely a little better than we've seen him. And I, it's just Kansas City, man. I they can't play defense. I don't know how many more years Spagnuolo is going to be hired there. Honestly, right. he's been terrible. Four, four or five years he's been there. Um, well, I I like this upset pick of yours a lot more than 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 taking the Giants. Taking the Giants. Um, <laughs> I think I think the Bills. No one should be surprised if the Bills uh, walk away with the win here. Uh, I just I don't. Yeah, you know, forced to put money on this. I'm taking the Chiefs. Yeah, I you know Kansas City. I I don't know. I don't know. No, might not have Chris Jones. You know, I, it, it just screams like upset to me. So, um, okay, Monday night well, game. Yeah, Go ahead. but like only a te- only technically an upset is what I'm trying to say. Technically, I don't. If, if the Bills win, it's not that much of an upset, is what I'm saying. Okay. Because, uh, because yeah, this this is uh, this is going to be a close one. Um, the Bills are a great team. Uh, I just I think the Chiefs win it. Fair enough. All right. Um, and we're we're looking at Monday night, Monday night game here. We got Indy at Baltimore. Um, really competitive AFC game here. Um, kind of funny because one used to be in Baltimore. And I was about know. to say I um, I like this game yeah. because it's got a lot there. A lot of history for for fans yeah. of the of the history of the league. Definitely, this, this is like. This is like Spain versus Portugal in in the World Cup semifinals. Um, what is what is just, soccer? Just <laughs> a lot of bad blood there. Um, you know the Baltimore Colts against the Baltimore Ravens. Um, the ghost of Giant Unitas. <laughs> that's right. That's right. right. <laughs> um, Seven point favorite Baltimore over under forty six. Go ahead. Yeah. So I like the Ravens in this game. Um, the Ravens, man, they just keep finding a way to win games, uh, whether it's squeaking past the Lions um, or just dominating uh, the the Broncos like they did last week. Um, so I, I like Baltimore to win this one. Man, seven points against the Colts. I'm, I'm going to take the Colts to cover. Um, but I think the Ravens win this one. And I'm taking the over. I think it goes for more than 46. Yeah, another tough game to pick. I, you know, I'm leaning Baltimore's direction. I feel like Indy's going to f- somehow pull this out uh, or pull us around. I mean, three straight road games, Tennessee, Miami, Baltimore, and four out of the first five. You know, you got Seattle. They played They played the Rams real close. Uh, you know, it, just some really tough pieces here to miss, miss mismatch. So it was hard for them to sort of get going in the beginning of the season. But with that being said, um, I'm going to take Indy here. And I'll tell you why, because I feel like Baltimore, I just kind of like where Indy's at as far as winning this game is concerned. Really good defense, really strong defensive line. They're going to they're gonna test Baltimore up front. Darius Leonard can track down Lamar Jackson. Um, you know, Amani, Amani Hooker and, and the, the secondary for Indy. And... Um, I don't really like Baltimore's rushing offense right now. And that's the strength of their team. They got three guys like over 30 running back. You know, I'm not a big fan of that. And I just feel like that's going to catch up to them. They're not going to get the chunk yards they've been getting. And it showed last week 
um, against well, Denver. I, they managed that clock, but that's only because Bridgewater got hurt. What, I'll tell you, you know? what I saw last week yeah. against Denver is Lamar Jackson dominating through the air against the highest-paid secondary in the league. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Ravens are going to be blowing the doors off of anybody, but I think that they stay in the game. Their defense isn't great, but it's aggressive. Um, I, I think that Lamar Jackson, you know, you stop him on the ground, he's going to beat you in the air. You you lock down uh, the passing attack, and they don't need a great running back because they've got Lamar Jackson. Hmm. Um so, you know, I, I'm taking the Colts to cover the spread. Like I said, I don't think that the Ravens dominate anybody uh, right now, but they win. Uh, and I, I just, yeah, I think uh, I think the Ravens are an easy pick in what's going to be closer than one touchdown game. So, oh, Fair enough. No, I, honestly, there's a lot to like there. I, I thought Lamar, Lamar Jackson looked great, especially on the road against Denver. I mean, listen, uh, I don't think I'm not impressed by that. I just feel like that offense is predicated on running the ball. You know, and well, until last week. Until last week. Until last okay. Week, Marquise Brown looking like a superstar. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, he looked good, but he, you know, he's an Okie boy. So I see where you're going there. You know, you're just supporting oh, yeah, your guys. Yeah, I am. I yeah. Our listeners might not know, probably do know. I'm a little biased towards uh, uh, OU uh, draftees, um, but uh, Marquise Brown, I, you know, definitely didn't look like who. Uh, you know, OU fans thought he would be in the NFL, and part of that is the offense that he landed on. Um, but man, last week against the the Broncos, it was something special. So yeah, um, I think that the Ravens, with Lamar Jackson and the pieces they have in place, they stay in the game and they find a way to win. Um, like I said, I don't, I don't think that they're the team that's going to just run the score up on anybody right now, or, or they would have done it against Detroit. Right, um, but uh, but I like them to win this one. I'm just gonna go indie. I feel like they're battle tested, man. I, I I think they're ready to go. You know, I feel like Carson. They're gonna have a nice play of Carson Wentz. Frank Wright's gonna drop something that makes sense for this game. How they stop Lamar Jackson? Uh, you know, I feel like they got the right defense speed wise for him. And uh, yeah, yeah, um, like what I see out of the indie come, moving forward. So that's I'm picking. I'm picking him. Picking them, and uh, that's how it's gonna go. This, this, this is Rob's upset week. <laughs> Picking upsets all over the board. I got a gut feeling about some of these people. Okay, and I tell you what, it's uh, it's not diarrhea. All right, so there's that. Um, okay, Trevor. Since we wrapped up our games, who are some people? If you're week five and you're zero and four, like some of our friends, you're one and three, and you need a major juice. Uh, waiver wire pickup. Do you, can you tell me a couple guys you, they, we should keep an eye on? Uh, definitely Marquise Brown. Um, <laughs> Is he just, a waiver I'm, wire pickup? Okay, I'm, right, right, I'm okay. teasing. I'm, I, I don't think I don't think he's going to be available in most leagues. No. Um, but uh, you know, um, so one one that I would keep an eye on. I think so. Like I said earlier, the way the Bengals are using Joe Mixon. Um, he's really carrying that offense, but he had a, a small ankle sprain that kept him, uh, from finishing the game last week. And Samaj P. Ryan came off the bench and just carried the load. So I think 
you know, Samaj P. Ryan is somebody to keep an eye on. Uh, if you're looking for a running back uh, and you don't mind rooting against uh, somebody with an injury, you know, nobody likes to, to wish anything but the best for these guys battling an injury. But if you need a running back, Samaj P. Ryan is somebody I'd suggest. Samaj P. Ryan, okay. I'm going to go wide receiver here. So, if, listen, folks, if you need a wide receiver, look no further <laughs> than uh, Darnell Mooney. Um, big game last week, probably going to get picked up in a lot of leagues, but was available in 40% of ESPN Yahoo leagues. I drafted him, but what do I know? And um, I, I, <laughs> I just feel like he's in the slot. He's flashy. Uh, he's going to start. He's going to get a lot of targets. He's very reliable. So him, and then I'll give you one more before we jump. Dal- Dal- uh, excuse me, Dalton Schultz, um, number six tight end fantasy, but is only owned in 20% of leagues. So um, That is an interesting one. I saw that. Yeah, that's um, very strange how that happens. Um, well, it's like uh, Darnell who? Uh, right. <laughs> came out of nowhere. Right. right. Um, Paul Mooney? No. <laughs> but you, you you can't argue with uh, with uh, his results. Mm. So, um, what about Trey I'm Lance? Gonna, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'm going to throw one more okay. wide receiver out because I I just you know the more I watch red zone and and watching these games, I, I keep hearing his name, and you know, going into the season, nobody would have suspected that there'd be you know two or even three passing options that are legit fantasy options coming out of Las Vegas, but Hunter Renfro is still available in the majority of leagues and he's piling up catches. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I like Hunter Renfro. All right. Yeah. And Trey Lance, just keep an eye on him. Um, kind of stash him. I feel like he's going to be a better option than Justin Fields the rest of the season. So not to uh, offend any Chicago Bearsians that are listening. There are a few, by the way. Um, <laughs> Well, I mean, San Francisco certainly has this sort of run game yeah. that's going to put Trey Lance in the red zone more regularly than uh, than the Bears will be. So, especially uh, with the injury to uh, was it Montgomery? Yeah, yeah. So I, I agree with you there. I like I like Trey Lance uh, as your stash QB more than uh, oh, what's his name? Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Yeah. Right. So, okay. Well, um, any other words on week five, my friend? We are um, a third of the way here. Yeah. Here we are. I'm just excited. You know, there's so many good games this week, uh, and starting with the Thursday night game. So, I'm pumped. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's going to be great. Another great week of the NFL. And as always, you can find us here on Football in General. Uh, we're at, I'm at Bobby Law on Instagram. Uh, we're at Football in General on Instagram. I'm sorry we haven't posted anything funny recently, but I swear to God, <laughs> that'll keep... That'll, that'll, uh, uptick again. Uh, Trev, where are you? Uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm in Lakewood in a little <laughs> little rental room. Okay. Uh, but you can find me uh, at Trev Geo Dude on Instagram. Okay. Number one lake room. Uh, no, 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 number one a room in Lakewood in your hearts. Is that kind of what you're gonna? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Um, yeah, otherwise, man, give us a like, subscribe, follow everything on the, uh, the old podcast page, um, approaching 300 plus downloads. So that's pretty exciting. Thank you for all the support and everything else. Uh, as always, um, we enjoyed our time and we're out.